You're listening to United Q Podcast. We're brought to you by ProQ, Kamado Joe, Thermopen, and Smokewood Shack. ProQ's extensive range of bullet smokers, reverse flow, and gravity-fed smokers will suit all, from the home enthusiast to the big volume caterer. Kamado Joe, the king of ceramics, is renowned for build quality and innovation. When smoking, roasting, or searing, get that great barbecue taste and keep the moisture locked in. Thermapen Instant Read Thermometers. Take the guesswork out of barbecuing with the super fast Thermapen. Smokewood Shack delivers quality smoking wood every time. They provide the smoky goodness, you provide the talent. This week's show, we have the legendary Marcus Bowden. How are you doing, mate? Are you all right? Hello, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm really good, thank you. Um, no, no Dan with us today, just me and you, because we've uh, we've done a bit of a late recording, and he's in beddy buys now. <laughs> yeah, sorry. The, the the early one's difficult with uh, with kids and stuff coming back from school and screaming that it's down. So I think Dan's just using it as an excuse to have a nice nice lion. I think to be honest. Yeah, well, evening's good. I've got a nice glass of cider here, and I'm feeling nice and relaxed now. So it's always better than trying to rush it earlier. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, Yeah. it's nice. It's nice. I think Dan, well, Dan would agree that that time of day is the best time to be recording. But for him, it's it just doesn't work for us. So, sorry, Dan. Who? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I miss him. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Right. Well, we wanted to. Me and Dan have been watching all of the cool stuff that you've been up to recently and just wanted to get you on to chat about everything. And it seems like there's so much you've done recently. And even if we think back to, I'm just remembering, just as you said then, I'm just having a cider. I was thinking back to when we last had you on the podcast was when you were planning to do the thing with the pig and pallet. Yeah. With with the beer, Um, beer pairing and barbecue and stuff. Yeah. And sadly, that didn't quite work out as planned um unfortunately it was uh, um not enough numbers took up on it and oh, i think no. it's pro- probably because it was a wednesday yeah um and um wednesday's difficult night you know midweek you know hump, hump day for most people so oh, yeah. <laughs> um unfortunately it didn't it didn't pull enough numbers in to make it a go so oh, that's a shame um, we'll definitely we're gonna... have a go again though will you yeah, yeah. I think we're going to look at, um, you know, because it's, it's great what they do there and the, you know, the powder keg beers uh, are wonderful. So um, we're going to work a, a way of uh, of doing something together. So Oh, that'd be good. They're, those yeah. guys are going to be at Q-Fest as well. So they're going to they're going to be yeah. butchering us um, some pork and then 
we'll be doing some cooking demos of how to cook all the different cuts that he's going to cut from it for us so that'd be awesome to get those guys involved in QFest. oh they're brilliant uh you know I've, I've known them for many years and um i love what they do so uh you know they're, they're great guys really good friends so yeah that, that'd be brilliant mm. yeah definitely yeah, so that's a real shame that didn't take off because I thought that it looked really cool and I saw, I think I saw it in like a local press and stuff that it was going to go ahead and I was like, oh yeah, I can't wait to see that. And I guess even myself, to be honest, because I thought when you said about it, I was like, oh, I definitely want to go to that. And if Dan yeah. was here, he'd have definitely want to go to it as well. And I, yeah. I literally went, oh, it's on Wednesday and I need to record a podcast Wednesday, so yeah. I can't do it. <laughs> no, it's uh, it, it's very difficult. I mean, you know, we're seeing everything growing really well with barbecue, but I guess for most people, they're, they're not um, they're not uh, on board with it yet. And uh, it, it is changing, but uh, I think the sort of the general public are still um, waking up to what really good barbecue is so mm. things yeah. things like the pig and palate are really good because they're they're exposing people to, to good barbecue food yeah and uh it's just then making people realize that they can cook that at home themselves i think mm. well, yeah, the, lots of people, challenge lots of people after the podcast actually tweeted us with photos of themselves going to the pig and palate and stuff to <laughs> Because a lot of them were like, oh, I didn't realise it was just so local and it, and went along to it. So we got quite a few tweets after that episode saying, yeah. oh, I listened to the podcast and then we went to the Pig and Palette afterwards. I, I love it though. I mean, if I, I, I'm not ever planning on re- opening a restaurant or a smokehouse, but if I ever did, it would be uh, exactly as they have done it. Because, yeah. uh, um, But it's quite nice because they've, they've done it, so I don't need to. So. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah, I can just go go there and have nice food and and the the planning for the the barbecue and beer night was wonderful. We we sat around eating some nice food and matching out with some uh, wonderful beers and it was great. And yeah. uh, yes, at least at least I had a good night out of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't all all a loss, was it? <laughs> no, it's it's still really interesting though the whole um, booze and um, and barbecue pairing. It's really. Uh, really fascinating so uh, yeah hopefully we'll do it again yeah and after that episode actually um we talked on the episode about my beer about the brew barbecue that we're brewing and what yeah. i was planning to do with it and you gave me some advice on that and afterwards uh mm. john john finch sent in an email as well to say to us oh you want to you want to smoke the wheat rather than smoking the hops because the yeah the oils are going to come out and it's going to be better so that we actually did we took your you guys advice and so this year's is brewing now and we've got we've got some uh, well jim beam whiskey oak smoked lager malts going into it so looking forward to trying it out yeah it's going to be good oh i look forward to tasting that yeah Brubecue too. Many, many, <laughs> many times I shall taste that and see if it's okay. Yes. All right. We've got plenty of bottles, so just make the most of it. <laughs> I, think, I think I will. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, Q Fest is, is only, crikey, it's only like going to be a, a month away. But as this podcast comes out, it's, it's now a month away until mm. Q Fest is kicking off. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, exciting times. But you can still get online, yeah. get your early bird tickets now. And away we Absolutely. go. Um, Smash so, it. It's going to yeah. be awesome. Yeah, definitely. So you've been up to yeah. loads, Marcus, and I don't, yeah. know, don't know where to start with all the cool stuff you've been doing recently, but I saw yeah. you've, you've been doing some really cool stuff with the Traeger guys. 
you've been going around doing lots of demos. Do you want to tell us a bit about that? Yeah, so um, I've I've been doing a lot with uh, Traeger for the last year or so, and I I, I, um, I did a lot of demos last year with them, and it was really good fun. And um, they've been really keen this year to to step things up. So I, I've been going to some great places. Uh, uh, I've been going up to Hertfordshire quite a lot, and um, uh, Riverside Garden Centre up there have yeah. been. Um, they're they're just about well, they are the biggest retailer um, of. Um, barbecue kit in the uk really and especially traeger and um so yeah i I, i've been doing a lot of support work with them and um uh demos just this last weekend i went up there and had uh saturday and sunday demos which were pretty much packed and getting the good word out about barbecue in general and cooking on a traeger and with them and that was spectacularly good fun and we cooked some great food there were a lot of full bellies and uh you know i i gave a lot of tips and ideas uh from my experience of using them and yeah i think people loved it so i had some great feedback great so uh, what's sort of, what sort of like what's your kind of demo routine on the traeger at the moment um so we do things like uh plank uh plank smoked salmon and i do like a a nice uh, hot toddy glaze, which is pretty wonderful. You know, whiskey, lemon, honey glaze on on the salmon. Mm-hmm. That always goes down very well. Uh, I do because um, I like showing the the high temperature capabilities of it. So that's the low temperature smoked salmon. The high temperature is cooking like a roast dinner with Yorkshire puddings and roast potatoes, and those came out spectacularly well. So cooking at 260 degrees c the the yorkies were amazing and um some some low and slow as well so i did uh ribs over the weekend i did short ribs i did briskets um which were like little boat we like to sort of put a little uh bonus cook just to surprise people which mm. um was was nice to do and uh yes yeah, a few extra things uh i did a um, apple pie which was really nice lovely yeah i really i'm i'm a massive fan of barbecue desserts and always have been <laughs> i think uh, everyone's always completely shocked by them aren't they that people aren't in the know of barbecue when you go oh, i've done this apple pie or i've done this these cupcakes or whatever you've done on it the chocolate brownies everyone's always it's kind of the most amazed thing that people are yeah. like when, you, when you've made a cake in a barbecue it seems to be the thing that people are like what on earth are you doing? But, Absolutely. But I, I do like a nice <laughs> apple pie with maple syrup and, uh, you know, it was, it was lovely, butter puff pastry. And it always, you know, a nice simple thing to cook and it, it goes down well. So I'm a big, big fan yeah. of, a, of a cobbler, I am. <laughs> Ooh, nice cobbler, yeah, peach cobbler or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but yeah, it was, you know, a nice, nice range of food really and uh, it goes down sort of you know i was really busy i mean it was the the first time i'd done this this new menu that i've I've worked with a few guys to put together for traeger and um the saturday was pretty full on trying to you know that you haven't always with demoing you haven't always got the the order of cooks down yeah yeah. you know and and the sunday i switched them around slightly just to make it a bit easier on myself and it worked worked a bit better yeah and it gave me a bit more time in between and you yeah. never know with demoing how many questions people are going to ask as well. And there was it was quite a big group on the Saturday, and you know there were lots of really good 
questions. So um, you, you you spend time talking to people about that, and uh, yeah, it's it's trying to find a balance really with demoing because you've got to you you know you're cooking you know five or six dishes and juggling and talking to people and entertaining as well, which is an important part of it. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of people, if anyone hasn't tried barbecue demoing before, it is a very different experience. And and I, yeah. I, I'm a very like practiced public speaker. I do a lot of talks all over the country for different events and all different things. But yeah. the first time I came to do a cooking demo, it was a very different experience to like any other like yeah. demo that you've done for any other product before. Like the, I guess the whole the whole thing with barbecues in general is that it's, it doesn't always work exactly the same every time, does it? It's not, it's not like Definitely that. So, not. so you can re- rehearse as much as you want, but on the day, it, yeah. it, it won't necessarily work in the same way. <laughs> no, agreed. Agreed. But, uh, I, I love it. I love, I love demoing. It's you, you, you're there face to face with people and you can see, um, them taking it in and, and, for me, that's what it's always been about: is um, getting the word out to people about how how wonderful it is cooking outdoors, and um, I, I'm really proud that I can do that. Mm. So, with the newest Traeger, I haven't really used the Traeger very much, but on on the newest one, when you're saying about kind of doing low and slow, and then you're doing the more hot and fast stuff, like how is yeah. it is it quick to kind of adjust so you can go like oh let's do this hot and fast now and oh and actually we want it back low and slow like is is that quite an easy process it's very very easy really um it's just you know it's just a switch of the dial really there's there's a temperature display and you just switch it up and down and it, it does respond very well and very quickly yeah do you have do you have like do you have the fun of like trying to tweak little like air vents and stuff to kind of control that or is it is it literally you can just go nope Tick, done. <laughs> yeah, you just literally boom, and it's done. Yeah. And uh, t- turn the dial, and you know, I mean, there's little extra things like um, super smoke function, which is oh, yeah. really good. Yeah. And it, it's it, it's honestly the the Timberline is so ridiculously clever. It, it controls the the older um, pellet grills control just the auger speed. Yeah. Um, so you have a variable auger speed, which um, varies the temperature because. Uh, heat heat output is based on two things: it's the fuel and the air. So the older older Traegers um, just controlled the fuel with a variable speed auger. This new one uh, controls the. It's got a variable speed fan, so it controls the the oxygen getting to the fire as well. Mm-hmm. So that gives you a lot more control about um, producing smoke because if you starve a fire of uh, air, then you get smoke. And yeah. um, so by by just varying that fan speed, and I sit. It sounds awfully geeky, but I sit there listening to the fan going as it does, and yeah. you can hear when it when it dials back the fan, you can hear it, and then you see like lovely little puff of smoke come out, yeah. and it's just done in such a lovely controlled way that it's it's brilliant. It's uh, I'm I'm very sold on on yeah. the uh, Timberline. It's brilliant. Is is the heat? element only coming from burning pellets or is there some sort of kind of element in there as well there's there's a tiny little element that just gets the fire lit and then it shuts off yeah. and um it, it it's just the pellets that give the heat and the smoke so yeah i'm 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 also like a bradley smoker user have you have you yeah. done much of a bradley smoker 
Yeah, yeah, I've I've had a bat Bradley for probably about six years, and uh, it's great. I I I don't tend to use um it for like barbecue, yeah. Um, you know, um, fatty meats. I I I love it for my fish. I do a lot of fishing and yeah. uh, smoke mackerel in it and um, smoke trout, mm-hmm. and uh, it's wonderful for that. It's a cracking bit of kit for that. Yeah, I I always use it for my cold smoking as well. I just I find the yeah. kind of the consistency and reliability of it is perfect yeah. with and i feel like is that is that something for me like the reason why i think the bradley is such an awesome oh, product is because of the fact that like the biscuits are exactly the same they burn for an exact yeah. amount of time they get put out in an exact amount of time and it's a, a completely repeatable process like over and over again yeah. like do you is do you think like you've got that exact same kind of consistency with a traeger where you're kind of like is like a scoop of pellets is like that kind of consistency or is it a in, bit, a bit in, more like a barbecue where you chuck some coal in? Um, it's incredibly consistent. You you can vary it up quite a lot. I quite like mixing pellets. Like I use hickory and cherry or pecan yeah. and cherry. Yeah. So, so there is a lot of skill that sort of comes down to the intricacies of it. But what I, what I like about it is that, um, somebody who's not experienced at barbecue can just produce some really good food without having all the speaking and the fire control that it just de-skills that fire control and makes it easy for a beginner to, to cook awesome barbecue yeah. which i think is is really good and it, it's good for making busy people cook more as well yeah and i, I see a lot of uh professional sportsmen who have nice um, rushing around the country playing rugby training um and uh i see them really taking to the traeger because it's it's they can set it off in the morning go training and then come back and there's some nice food ready for them when they're hungry after training and i i really like that and mm. and it's really taking off like that i see yeah and is it is it is the new one kind of got the kind of smart controls about it as well so you can like check it from your app and all that sort of thing yeah 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 you could check it from the pub so uh, yeah. uh, that's, uh <laughs> it's got it's yeah it's got a wi-fi app so yeah. uh yeah you, you know as long as you're you, you can get a wi-fi sit or a um uh, an internet signal 4g or whatever yeah you can mo- monitor what your your um smoker's doing and your food's doing mm. and control it not just monitor it you can control it which is good so you, you mentioned just then about rugby chaps and stuff, and I've seen yeah. you with some photos of some, not these are some awesome rugby people you've been getting to meet lately, aren't they? Yeah, it's it's been amazing, really. It's uh, I, I mean I've I've met some amazing people really um, the last couple of years, and uh, and um, David Flatman has got a lot to uh, answer for. He's uh, he's been coming down here for a couple of years, and um, he. Uh, He's a, he's a big fan of um, of barbecue, and uh, it's great seeing him develop his barbecue. And he's getting the word out to a lot of his his um, colleagues and rugby mates, and um, telling them about what I do and about the the, the Traeger brand, which has been really good. And uh, a lot of them have been interested in contacting me, and uh, I've I've had a great time really. I've, I've I went up to to Bath Rugby Club a couple of couple of weeks ago and uh, did a demo with the guys there and they they are loving it you know it's great seeing these guys just plowing through three whole pork butts that you, <laughs> you lovingly smoked overnight and literally they just demolish them 
Um, I, I did a demo with them last year, so I knew roughly how much they go through, and yeah. it always amazes me how much <laughs> after a, a training session they demolish. Um, but yeah, that's always good fun. Then some nice sunny day at Bath Rugby Club's always good. Um, and yeah, a bit of name dropping, but um, I did a, a wonderful demo with uh, Mr. Farrell, yeah. and uh, he uh, he he's he's I I say he's sort of uh, just starting his journey down into the barbecue wormhole, but yeah. Uh, he, yeah, he's he's very keen. He's uh, he had a bit big green egg already, um, and uh, has has done some uh, some classes with Alistair at London Barbecue School. Oh yeah, yeah. So he's he's very much very much uh, getting into it. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he does with with his Traeger. Mm. Yeah. So what did he? What was his initial thoughts of it? Was he liking it? Yeah, so I, I um, obviously picked uh, things that, you know, I didn't want to do stuff that was too fatty because, you know, obviously, he's, you, you know, nutrition's important. And yeah, uh, yeah. I, I wasn't going to do him up, maybe pork belly burnt ends, even though I think he probably would have gone for them. <laughs> yeah, um, So I did. Uh, who who I did, wouldn't? I think most yeah. vegetarians would want to eat them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I did him just a nice spatchcock chicken and I put some of my, uh, my uh, house rub on it, which he, he liked. Mm. and um just cook that to, to good temperature and um then i did some picanha as well mm-hmm. and uh, that went down really well just salt and pepper and a bit of smoke and and he really liked that so yeah it's uh it's definitely uh an exciting time yeah with it with the doing like a picanha on it like i always like to kind of do the reverse cm methods so like my favorite can can you achieve that sort of thing in the traeger yeah, yeah, you can. Um, so I, I, what I tend to do with that is sort of smoke it low temperature and then ramp it right up and sort of um, get a nice crust and crisp up the fat. So you can yeah. do it the other way around as well. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, nice. Yeah, it's it's probably it's got to be one of my favourite cuts of steak. I think. Oh, absolutely! It's beautiful. Mm. It's that little, little bit of fat just on the edge. Yeah, that's what makes it nice. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Mm, yeah. I'm just getting hungry now. I've already eaten mm. dinner. <laughs> Me too. I had, I had left, leftover brisket chili. So uh, yeah. I had a, had a bit of brisket left over from the weekend yeah. and uh, from the demo at the weekend and uh, just really fancied doing uh, a nice chili for the family. So that yeah. went down well. I did brisket at the weekend as well. I'd, uh, I've been, I, I messaged you actually about it a little while ago, didn't I? Saying, oh, I've got to do a party for someone and they want all British produce. I need... Yeah. I need a British brisket and I've still I'm still like I'm just trying out all different various ones from different places but my um f- my well Joe the farmer oh. who's who's where we hosting Q Fest his yeah. his cousin Sarah lives like literally oh. on the same same farm just down the road and they've got yeah. they've got about 20 cows and I I need yes. to find out more from them about the breed and all the rest of it but they they've been saying to me oh you well, next time we get a cow done right you can try some of our brisket and see what you think of it so they they dropped me a bit over last weekend and i cooked yeah. it up and it did it came out came out amazing it's obviously oh, a, a lot smaller than the kind of yeah big irish stuff or the australian yeah. stuff i've been using before but it, mm. the flavor was amazing and it did have quite, yeah. a, quite a good lot amount of fat in it as well to be honest yeah yeah well, you can can get you know they are available. Um, if they've got any Angus, snap it up. Angus is yeah. is my, you know, is a is a favourite of mine. Mm. Brisket wise, but uh, yeah, yeah, it can be done. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I, I used um, John Gower's new kind of, he's got a couple of new brisket rubs that he'd mm. sent to me a little while ago, and I tried those out on it and did it. It just came out really nicely. I just smoked it in the Kamari Joe for about, I didn't do it for that long, so it wasn't a massive piece, but I, it ended up in there probably longer than it should have been, to be honest, because I, mm. I put it in thinking, right, we're going to have this for dinner, but then about two hours before dinner time our friend said oh what are you up to tonight fancy coming around to us for dinner tonight yeah. so i ended up going well i suppose so <laughs> so so i just left i put it i got the kamado down and like i was ticking yeah. over really low wrapped yeah. it, wrapped it and just left it for probably about two hours longer than it should have been sat in there so yeah it shrunk a little bit but it was yeah still tasted absolutely amazing <laughs> i was i was really i mean the one i did was uh a sherwood's irish brisket and oh, it was, yeah, I was yeah. stunning mm. it was uh it was a beautiful brisket and uh um i went for mocha rub on it and uh just smoked it for, I, went, I went hot and fast so i went for like um i had to push it a bit quicker because uh because of the timings yeah and i did it at um 140 145 i think i pushed it up to mm. and uh you know way way hotter and it came came out amazing really it yeah. was really good yeah literally people just diving in and loving it so yeah. <laughs> perfect mm. that's, that's all that matters isn't it yeah yeah so you, uh, you've just met like twice now you've kind of dropped in there you've got your house ooh. your house rub and your mocha rub and that is a very exciting thing that we've just seen coming up on social media this week that finally yeah finally your rubs are out there you notice my subtle uh dropping drop name dropping of it it's, it's clever it's clever it's like you planned it or something it's very, yeah, very yeah. clever well done yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good good timing so yeah so i've i've been um i've been working on these rubs with a company for um about 18 months mm. and um they they approached me and said that they'd like to look at producing them. So um, my my mocha rub is is sensational. I've been um, making it up for many years, and yeah. it's uh, it's a really good rub on brisket, short ribs, yeah, um, hanger steak, and uh, really good in a chili. I used it in the chili this evening to pep it up. So it's really good for stuff like that. And I tried it on some um, spares up, up at Riverside mm -hmm. and, um, you know, pork spares. And it was really good on pork as well. So uh, yeah. I was quite quite surprised at that first time I tried it on pork. But it, it yeah, it gave a, a nice, a really nice flavor to the pork. And it surprised me. So Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah it wouldn't, wouldn't be your initial thing that you'd, you'd think to try it on, would you? But no. yeah, if you say it works, then just try it <laughs> I, I paired it up with like a, a, an apricot the, the Traeger mm. apricot sauce nice. and a bit of sweetness and it just worked really nice mm. I was pleased with that yeah well, I, have, uh, I think I think I've uh, I think probably in the time that we've known each other I think I probably have tried your rubs in various different ways when we've when we've been yeah. pop, popping in you've done us some of your scotch eggs I think you had your house rub on those yeah and brisket a, brisket you oh, definitely had your mocker on there didn't you yeah yeah yeah, yeah, I'm really really proud of that rub, and uh, yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's a good rub. I've I've done a little few little tweaks just to to make it even better, but uh, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, well, no, I can't wait to to get it for myself and try it out. Yeah. With, with um, yeah, I've tried it with your cooking of all the things that you've let me try it on before, but now that it's finally out there, it's gonna get get the masses involved and yeah. get everyone ordering it. So. Yeah. Where can people get it from now? Is it on the so, website? So we're, 
Yeah, we're literally, so, that, I mean, I'm sure you can post a link to it possibly, but yeah, um, sure, the yes. literally, I mean, I got the first samples at the weekend in packs to, to, to try out and test on people. Yeah. And um, I, I ran a few blind tests with other products and uh, they, they um, literally everyone picked out my, my rub as their favorite. So I was, Perfect. I was pleased with that. <laughs> yeah, really pleased with that. Really good feedback. Mm. And um, yeah, the, the house rub is, is one I, I've, I've been doing for a while and I teach on my basic class that I do um, at, at home here. I, I, I teach people how to make a basic rub yeah. and it's, it's a version of that that I think is really nice. Um, it, it goes with a lot of things mm-hmm. and it's, it's not going it, 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 to, it's not going to, it's not got anything that's going to upset people. So it's just a nice solid rub that you can use on chicken. And um, it's, it's a family favorite that yeah. I, I just wanted to, other people to try and i've had such great feedback on it and uh yeah it, you know it's great on chicken and pork and um seafood as well which is a real surprise i've been doing it on salmon and it's it's wonderful on salmon so yeah is it i think it's nice to just have that kind of go-to rub that you just yeah. you, you know everyone likes that you can just chuck yeah. on everything and just enhances whatever it is you're cooking just gives it that nice boost and I think that's yeah. exactly what your house rub is, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's just, you know, it's it's just a nice rub and I'm really proud of it. So I'm hoping lots of people like it and uh, yeah. we'll see, see what happens. This is, a, this is a side tangent and I won't name the restaurant because I'm oh. not like that. But I just suddenly, just as I was saying that about it's a good one to just chuck on things. Recently, I've, yeah. I've felt a little bit like this and I don't know if you've noticed this before, but if I've been to a few barbecue restaurants or restaurants that, do barbecue food um, yeah and and i found sometimes it's hard to distinguish if you're if people use the same rub on yeah. various products that that can be quite overpowering and i found that actually i'm going yeah. well this i had one point where it's kind of like a pulled briskety type thing and a pulled pork type thing and i was yeah. struggling to distinguish between them absolutely people People, you know, um, places use the same rub and the same smoke on the food. Same source. It's gonna, it's <laughs> same source. It's going to taste the same. Yeah. And um, I, I tailor my rubs and sauces for um, the the food that I'm cooking. So, mm. you know, I like when I do a sauce, I've got a dark sauce that I do for my, you know, my brisket or my my short ribs. Yeah. And I've got um, um you know, a red sauce that I I do for you know chicken and pork and things. And you, you've got to, you know, make the most of what what you cook. And if you cook them with all exactly the same stuff, it's I don't know, it's not, yeah, it's not not taking it to the culinary um, experience that it should be. And I, I know exactly what you mean because I've had that a lot. And yeah. you know, yeah, it's not good. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a shame. It, it like because what what would have been very very good to I, mm. maybe, maybe I'm just being picky, but but I just mm. felt like I was like I feel like at some point it's nicer to really make like go for it and distinguish and you're you're supposed to be pairing things with these specific things and if you're just going to use the same thing on everything it's it's the equivalent of just everyone just com- soaking their food in tomato ketchup do you know what i mean like, it's all you yeah. taste is tomato ketchup yeah exactly yeah but um i i agree i think yeah. you've got to, to to tailor you know and blend blending rubs together and blending smokes having having specific smokes and flavor profiles is is what it's all about you know yeah, yeah like I, say, uh, like, I, I always pick I've, I've kind of 
maybe I'm a bit stuck in my ways with things now, but I have like when I do chicken, I generally always use pear wood with it. I've like I've got to yeah. these points with things now where I'm like, yeah, pork I use cherry and hickory, um, yeah. chicken I use pear, and I've I've got these kind of things now that I guess that's my flavor profiles I like the yeah. best that that yeah. I go for. But I do I always depend on what I'm cooking. I will pair the woods, I'll pair the rubs, I'll pair yeah. the sauces, and every part of it's kind of been specifically designed as part of your recipe, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. And I, I think just doing it to the base level where it's all the same is doing it a disservice. Yeah. I really yeah. do. Yeah. And, um, but sadly, there's a lot of places that are doing barbecue a disservice. So uh, yeah. uh, quickly moving on from that. But <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm being picky too. But, yeah. uh, no, sorry. Yeah. Sorry to... Yeah, sorry to go on a, a down a tangent, but yeah, it's just yeah, like I, yeah. I recently wanted to just get yeah. it out there that that I think yeah. that it's important for people to to design everything around the dish and not just assume because yeah. smokes. I guess pa- it's very... smokes a powerful flavor. Rubs are potentially very powerful things, and by using those two things alone, let alone then using a sauce, if you use yeah. the same things on all of them, you're just gonna have one flavor. <laughs> yeah. It's it's very difficult with catering, but um, yeah, it should be done properly, I think. But yeah, yeah, cool. moving on maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, right. Well, what's cool. what's next for Marcus? Then we're, we've run out of time now, really, mate. But we, oh, yeah. so I've I've had some really good experiences recently. I just want to run through. So I yeah. went to Nicholas Nicholas Exter. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I meal. definitely wanted to mention yeah. that. I was gutted yeah. when I saw the photos of that. I was like, oh, what? Where was my invite? I got lost in the post. <laughs> <didn't I?" laughs> yeah. So uh, um, that was pretty special, really. Um, I, I was a bit disappointed with the lamb. Really, it wasn't. Um, it was a sardo lamb, but it wasn't done well for my yeah. my taste okay. and. Um, unfortunately but the the rest of the food was stunning there was a really nice um uh hay smoked uh, salmon which yeah. had a nice um sort of the, the the charcoal dust from or not the char the char dust from the sa- the the hay smoking yeah. was on top and it was really sweet and lovely and mm. uh, i definitely want to try that but yeah. yeah the food was good and nicholas is definitely uh, a top bloke for me and uh, i'd love to go over to stockholm at some point to his his proper place and try his food over there yeah, that would be amazing. You did what, yeah. you did another Asado event as well, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Um, so that was Liverpool Food Festival, Spring Food Festival, and mm. um, with uh, some really cool guys called uh, Con's Kitchen. Yeah. And um, they're, they're really good lads. And I, I spent a bit of time with them doing some uh, sort of mentoring with them uh, of the Asado and of... Uh, the uh, they've they've got um, a really big um, barbecue mates twin barrel um, yeah. trailer smoker that's an absolute beast. So we spent a bit of time um, looking at all that and and how how that fitted into their catering. And uh, it was great to see they were using silver birch as well. So they've they've they've, uh, they've listened to what I've been been sort of talking about, and it was running really nicely on the silver birch, this big 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 old smoker. So and uh, I think we went through two tons of. Uh, of silver birch over the weekend <laughs> wow. yeah, using it for in the smoker and for I mean, we had three lambs on on the go at any point um during the weekend and uh on, on the asado and that was pretty amazing and i was manning that up i was demoing and talking to people and it was something new that hadn't been in liverpool really so uh that was pretty pretty exciting that was good good stuff and they're, they're a good bunch of guys and they're going to do good things i think so 
Awesome. Well, keep keep our eye out for them on the circuit then. Yeah, proud, proud to be involved with, with what they're doing. They're pretty passionate about barbecue and outdoor cooking. So, yeah, brilliant. keep an eye on them. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, I'm, the whole Osado thing just always excites me. I love the whole visual show of it and tastes amazing as well. It's just the just a really yeah, it cool can, thing. it can do. I've had some not so good. Uh, <laughs> Let's not again. go down that route again. <laughs> but, um, yeah, when it's done really well, I think it's uh, it's a good thing again. So yeah, uh, yeah. awesome. Yeah, so, happy days. I'm lo- loving it at the moment. I'm very very fortunate that um, I've got work in something and doing something I love, and yeah. uh, very proud to be be uh, be doing it so yeah it's awesome. all good at the moment. So, yeah well we love seeing you doing it as well mate so keep up the good work yeah thank you thank awesome. you right, well, yeah yeah get get online anyway so get on order some of your, your pre-order the rubs now can yeah, you do that yeah, yeah i think well if this will be going out in a week or something yeah, then so, yeah. all, all the details will be be out um website and stuff where people can order it but uh I know Riverside have ordered a big batch of it, so yeah. uh, people can, can get it from, from there. So Awesome. Right, well, keep your eye out, yeah. guys. We'll post a link and get it out there, get it pre-ordered. I'll definitely be ordering mine as soon as I can. Oh, thank you. Awesome. Appreciate that. No worries. Well, we'll speak to you again soon, mate. We want to get you back on to talk some more. Yeah, I'd love that. Definitely up for that. You know me, I can talk barbecue until um, the cows come onto the barbecue yeah and then we'll talk <laughs> then we'll talk about the cows being on the barbecue yeah yeah <laughs> awesome well cool. thanks again mate speak to you soon always a pleasure mate cheers, cheers. take care bye. bye you're listening to united q podcast We're brought to you by Pro-Q, Kamado Joe, Thermopen and Smokewood Shack. Pro-Q's extensive range of bullet smokers, reverse flow and gravity fed smokers will suit all, from the home enthusiast to the big volume caterer. Kamado Joe, the king of ceramics, is renowned for build quality and innovation. From smoking, roasting or searing, get that great barbecue taste and keep the moisture locked in. Thermopen Instant Read Thermometers. Take the guesswork out of barbecuing with the super fast Thermopen. Smokewood Shack delivers quality smoking wood every time. They provide the smoky goodness, you provide the talent.